0: A couple quick uh, things before I uh, preach. I wanted to point out uh, our superintendent of Catholic schools is here. I think he's there-ish, yeah? Oh, there he is, and (laughs) Michelle's pointing at him. Uh, Tom Maloney and I worked together uh, for 10 years at Lansing Catholic, and we worked on and off together for about 23, if I do the math right and I, I, gotta t- I just thank the Lord for him every day. Um, he is a holy man who just wants to know what's right and do it. So I'm so glad he's here. So he's the uh, superintendent of all Catholic schools, supreme dictator for life. Uh, he gave himself that title. Um, but uh, welcome. Yesterday, uh, Father Lay and I sat down about 8 p.m., I think it was, and we went through the day yesterday here at... Holy Family and St. Mark, we did four Masses, uh, a wedding, two hours of confessions, a baptism, and I was so, oh, did a hospital run, and we were like, if we would have just had a funeral, you know, we would have combated for the cycle, Um, but (laughs) it was, uh, I was kidding about the funeral, I'm sorry, Uh, but what a blessing to be a part of just two families that are all in, hey, um, and, and I thank the Lord for you. I really do. But, uh, anyway, you know, uh, we'll all be getting together for Christmas or any of the assorted festivities afterward, uh, as best we can with our families. And if yours is like mine, a God help you. Uh, but B, uh, there'll start the process of telling stories. Do you guys do this? I don't know. Uh, we're going to tell stories. My sister's here. She knows this is what we do. Uh, we tell stories and we laugh. And there are stories we all know. Yeah, at some point, uh, Dad's somewhere around here. Uh, we're going to talk about this time we were working on our house. And we were heading out the door for Mass. And we had some construction in the house going on. And we weren't really able to be late. We required a pew. And so we had to get there early. Uh, and uh, nothing was going to prevent us from being early. Uh, and, and so I'm the last guy out the door. I was a little guy, and Dad's behind me. And I heard him breathe in really hard and fast. It was this sound, which usually, you know, duck. Uh, <laughs> And I look back, he goes, let's just go. So we we get to Mass, we pray Mass, we get home, and he sits down and gets a plier and proceeds to pull a nail uh, that he had stepped on on the way out the door. It went through the bottom of his shoe, through his foot, and was sticking out the top. But he didn't want to be late for Mass. I have gone fetal over hangnail, you know what I mean? (laughs) Uh, and we're going to tell that story because that's so dad. That's just dad right there. Uh, just, just, you know, it's just pain, right? Uh, that's it was one of the great lines, grumps, just pain. Uh, wow. You know, we'll tell the story about one of my brothers and believe it or not, this wasn't me. Uh, We were eating dinner, and you know what? Big family speed is the key, you know what I mean? There's no room for weakness at the dinner table, you just go. And uh, at some point, my mom said to one of my brothers, she said, my God, you're eating like an animal, which was objectively true. Uh, But he responded by jumping on the table. I promise this is true. Where's Edie? She's got me jumped up on the table, grabbed the bowl of casserole, and started shoveling it in his mouth and making ape sounds. <laughs> and here's this thing with my ma. Uh, we call this quiver lips. And it was the idea of, she's going to kill you, right? And, uh, and it's going higher and higher, but as soon as you make her laugh, boom, you're free. Uh, and that was it, she got the quiver lips, which meant just try harder, and then she started laughing. And now, for 40 years, we've told that story. We told that story because that's my brother, right in a nutshell. Um, And that's my mom, trying to be tough and hard with us kids, but just make her laugh. It really is one of those things that when someone starts to tell the story, it's not like we're going to go, I know how this ends. There is a joy in the telling of the story. There's a craziness to it and a revelation in that process. And I think of this because I got to tell you, when I saw this Sunday's gospel, my first thought was to quote some gospel somewhere. We just read that. Yeah. We just read this a few days ago at mass, this exact passage. And on Saturday night and Sunday morning, we're going to read this exact passage. And here's the thing, you all know it. The moment you heard, uh, where did it go, this is how the birth of Jesus came about, you were like, huh, yes, you know it. Nobody in here, I assume, went, whoa, wait, what, shepherds? None of us are surprised by this story. So why do we tell it over and over, except for the joy in the telling? Our God is a little bit crazy. By our standards, none of us would have done it this way. There's just no way, that's too high risk. Putting the entire fate of humanity in the hands of a little girl and her prospective husband I can't believe they trusted me with a car at 16. But here they are, God, putting the whole thing in the hands of a 13-year-old girl and her husband. Who would pick a stable? Who, who among us would say, yeah, you know, a great time for the king to be born. How about when it's really dark, when there's no rooms available? Heck, let's go census. Let's do it during a census. Who would do that? God. And why? Because that's our lives. Our lives are chaos and darkness. Our lives have a lot of uh, trust that gets broken and a lot of trust that we break. And God doesn't stand far off from that. He says, that's you, then I'm all in. That's where you are, then that's where I'll be. We are not in palaces, so he's not. We need to tell these stories. We really do. And I hope that over this next six, seven days, which we usually don't get, we spend some time as a family saying, why are we telling this story? What do we learn about God? What do we learn about us? What do we learn about the heart and the mind of God? I can walk you through what I think, and I kinda did, but I would love to not guide you too much on this. I want you to do it. Tell the story. Tell each other the story and think about what it means. What does it mean? I'm blown away by this. It's insane to me that God ran to our rescue. The way he ran to our rescue is even more crazy. And I like that about our God. So, in these next few days, that's what I'll invite us to do. And I know it's tough. You probably got all kinds of running around to do, probably got 800,000 balls in the air juggling and just trying to get through. But take some time. Take some time. Because this is why you're alive. So we ask that Jesus bless our story. And we ask that he bless us in the telling of it. So that we'll come to know him better. And love him more. Amen? Okay.